Welcome back, episode 97 of the Food Review Podcast, Sunday, December 12th. Uh, we're here, Sunday NFL Pick'em Show. I just woke up like five minutes ago, so my voice isn't totally here yet, and I've done like three podcasts in two days. So we're here with Seth. Seth, how is it going? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. A little bit tired because I got up really early today, but we're chilling. My threw out my back lifting, so I literally cannot bend over. Um, so that's nice. Yeah, that that sounds uh, not fun. No, um, not at all. It happens every <laughs> once in a while, and it's like I literally can't fucking walk without being in pain. That's that does not sound fun at all. Um, no. But other than that, good. Yeah, yeah. We're we're like I literally have nothing to do for the next three days because I don't have a final until Thursday, and I got a hundred on the midterm in that class, so I'm nice. just going to assume nice. that I'm going to do the same thing second time around. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I was in a similar boat last week. I didn't even have a final exam to show up for. I had one online final Tuesday night, and I had an in-person obligation for, like, a presentation Tuesday morning. So I did the presentation, got on the next flight uh, back, and then as soon as I landed, took my final online. And, yeah, but I've been hanging out with Carp and producing bad content recently and Ferulo, which has been weird. And we talked about it on the last podcast. We're like, usually Ferulo's is not in the mix. Usually he's in, you know, that better than anybody that that's yeah, right. Fuck you. Ferulo. <laughs> we randomly were driving by the school that he goes to. And I was like, Oh, it's too bad. We didn't text Ferulo. I kind of forgot that, you know, he's, he's around here and Carp just gets on the phone. And he goes, Ferulo, we'll be over in five minutes. Like be ready. And he was, he was ready. <coughs> so, I mean, when Cart tells you to be ready, you're just ready. Like, it's kind of how it works. It's very true. Yeah, and I was shocked that I saw so much of Nick Ferullo this week so in such an impromptu fashion. But, um, but yeah, that's been good. I was up till 3 a.m. last night watching the, uh, the UFC fight, which was actually awesome. Um, I, had, I don't really watch the UFC, but the big fights, like, you know, I'll throw them on if it's like a big deal and it's promoted a lot. I'll be like, oh, that's like what I'll do tonight. It's always fun to kind of stay up late and watch those. Um, and we kind of saw one of the biggest upsets apparently in UFC history. Which oh, was yeah, pretty- that Nunez person like lost or whatever it yeah. was. She was, favorite. she was minus 1,000 on the money line. And, um, and she ended up losing to the American girl. Um, so that was cool. Uh, but... Other than that, I don't know. I lost a lot of money last night, and it was not a good feeling. <laughs> um, I was confident that, like, in my picks, and I was like, oh, yeah, UFC, like, once every, like, month they do a UFC fight night. So, like, fuck it. I'll throw, like, a couple hundred on Dustin Poirier to win, uh, and he ended up losing, which that was tough. But, uh, yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. We're bouncing back today, hopefully. And uh, that's a great transition into – the topic of the episode, NFL Week 14 picks. Um, pick um, Last night I did a betting thing, uh, which ended up being like 20 minutes long. It's not even out yet. I haven't even released the episode. I'm just going to release them side by side. Um, but, yeah, so I have a 
general idea of who I'm going to pick, but not totally. This slate is, I don't know, I don't love it. Uh, but we'll go through all the games and we'll give you our picks as always. I've pretty much given up trying to catch you. And like I said, I'm just trying to pick games based off of who I think is going to win. Um, who I'd like to see win, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my, uh, whatever about it, my two cents. So let's get into it. First game, Raiders and Chiefs. Who are you picking? I mean, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think it's pretty clear here. I won't take them against the spread just because I feel like the Raiders are one of those weird teams where, like, especially in the past couple of years, even without, like, with, like in the years where the Chiefs were looking like the Chiefs and, like, the best team in football, like, the Raiders beat them. And so they just, like, have a, this weird tendency of, like, playing good games against the Chiefs. So I wouldn't take them against the spread. Especially, it's nine and a half. Um so anything that gets around that double-digit mark, I'm always kind of staying away from. But, yeah, I feel like the Chiefs will probably win this one. Yeah, I've got Chiefs as well. Um, I think Raiders to cover the spread is actually a pretty good bet because, I don't know, everything matches up for this to be a close game. The last time they played, the Chiefs fucking blew them out. Both of these teams have, like, identical ATS records. So I think that, like, sprinkling money on Raiders, I had it at plus 10 last night, and the line moved to 9.5. Um I would consider Raiders to cover, but yeah, Chiefs, I think are going to win the game. Things going to be a lot closer than, uh, than expected. Uh, I think this could be like a touchdown game, maybe less, but yeah, Chiefs are the pick. Okay. Um, next one, Saints and Jets. Do we even have to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, this is going to be the shittiest game on the schedule, if you ask me. Um, though I say that without having looked at part of the schedule. Um, I've only kind without of having looked, looked at like the next three games look pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I've looked at all of the um, the early games, and I feel like of the early games, I mean, they're, 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 you could definitely have a debate there. I mean, the late games are actually kind of nice this week, um, other than one. But, like, yeah, this is, this is just a shitty game. The Saints are going to win it. They'll cover the five and a half. Mm-hmm. The Jets are just ass. I'd put the over-under for, like, I'm genuinely... Curious if there's an over-under for the um, – there's got to be an over-under for interceptions for Zach Wilson. No? Yeah, interceptions oh, is. <laughs> over 0.5 is minus 235 for Zach Wilson. I'd take, like, over 2.5 if you can. It's probably going to be, yeah. like, plus 200 or plus 250, but, like, still. Yeah, I'm this this game sucks. I'm picking the Saints, obviously. Uh, Saints minus 5.5 is one of my locks of the week. Um you know, the Jets can, like, pull off a weird victory like this. Like, they've beaten the Titans, they've beaten the Bengals. But uh, I'm not seeing it in this one. I think the Saints are going to win this game. The Saints are still in playoff contention, which is so weird. Um, but, yeah, this one means a lot more to the Saints than it does the Jets, and I think they get it yeah. done today. Uh, so I got the Saints. All right, next I mean, game. Hey, every team <laughs> is basically in playoff contention still somehow because That's somehow true. the Detroit <laughs> hasn't been eliminated. I know, the team sense. that literally – that was so funny that last week there were like 64 ways that the Lions could have been eliminated, and they avoided all 64, which was Just incredible. Crazy. And now it's like it, it – this week it's like 40 ways they can be eliminated. I, I want to see them go on a little run here, but um, but yeah, whatever. Uh, next game, this game sucks too. Jaguars and Titans. Um, yeah. I'm picking the Titans, obviously. Uh, I am too. 
I also think they cover. Uh, so the Jaguars are about as poorly run as poorly run can get. Um, yeah, it's a shit show over there. Urban Meyer, apparently, allegedly, this was a, a report that he called a team meeting and was questioning the legitimacy of his assistant coaches and saying, like, oh, like, you know, what What have you proven in your career? Why are you successful? These are the assistant coaches that he hired. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, it wasn't, isn't this his own coaching staff? That he's right. Saying? He's literally the coaching staff that he brought into Jacksonville in a team meeting was questioning them, being like, what have you done to earn your spot here? And they're like, well, you hired me, so clearly something was was going right. Like, what have you done? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence uh, and James Robinson had, like, this thing because James Robinson got benched, which actually I was okay with that part of it um, because, like, that happens in New England all the time, and, like, it actually works for players. Like, look at what happened to Ramondre Stevenson. He fumbled early on in the year, got benched, and then they brought him back, and he's arguably the number one running back. I guess you could say that he and Harris are running a pretty decent tandem right now, but Stevenson is – his usage is pretty heavy. The same thing happened to Dion, uh, D- Damian Harris, I think, last year. I think he had a big fumble in a game, sat him, and then they brought him back in. So, you know, James Robinson saying, like, oh, it was one fumble, like, come on. Like, well, how, you know, this isn't foreign for coaches to bench players after making a big mistake like that. And then Trevor Lawrence came out was like, we need him on the field or whatever, and I don't know. It's just that team is awful. So I would hammer the Titans um, to cover that eight and a half spread. I think they're going to win this game by like at least two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, next game, Browns and Ravens. Interesting game. This is a rematch from two weeks ago. Uh, the Browns haven't played a game since. Uh, what are you, where are you leaning on this one? So... The Ravens, to me, have not looked excellent as of late. Um, they're winning games, but kind it's of. not. Yeah, like, kind of, like I don't know. It's just they don't look amazing. I so it's weird, right? The the way DraftKings has the odds right now, the the spread is is three, yep. but to take the Ravens, it's Minus one twenty, and oh, so for for me, for the Ravens at plus three, it's minus one twenty, and for the Browns to take the minus three is plus one hundred. Okay, yeah, no, not plus money, but the Ravens are are underdogs. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like it's weird to me that they would set the spread in a way where one of them is going to be plus money. Um, so like I'd definitely be more inclined to take the Ravens against the spread, but I feel like this is the exact game that the Browns need, and they'll be fired up because they have to start winning games if they want to win the division. Um, and so I'm I think I'm going to take the Browns here. Okay, the Ravens after this game were number one in the AFC. They have not won a game by one by more than a touchdown since October 17th against the Chargers. After that, lost to the Bengals, three-point win against the Vikings, lost to the Dolphins, three-point win against the Bears, six-point win against the Browns, one-point loss against the Steelers. I think this is a close game either way, which is why I like 
Ravens plus three as a bet. And I'm going to take them money line as well because the Browns are coming off of a bye. The Ravens are coming off of a loss where they should have won had they not decided to go for two at the end of the game to try and win and just kick the fucking extra point and force overtime against the Steelers. I am I am a big believer in like divisional team split matchups throughout the season, meaning that technically the Browns should win this one because they lost the last one. But I think the Ravens come in to Cleveland today and they get a win. And if they don't get a win, then they keep it pretty fucking close. But I'm going to take the Ravens because, like, whatever, the pick'em's done. I'm just picking games at this point. It's not done, like, but it is. And yeah. I don't I'm not, it's for my fans. I don't want to lead you all on and think I'm just willy-nilly picking games. I do believe that the Ravens are going to at least cover the spread, if not win this game. Okay. Falcons-Panthers. This might be the worst game on the schedule. Yeah, this this one could give uh, Saints Jets a run for its money. Um, uh, okay, so Cam looked like ass. Horrible. Last game. Um, you know what? I've been picking the Falcons a lot recently, and... They've proven me right a couple of times, so I'm going to go Falcons here. I mean, they're plus 120 money line. They're the spreads two and a half. Yeah, now I'll, I'll take I'll take Falcons. I mean, I'd take them just straight up money line. Honestly, I think that they can win this game. Yeah, I'll take I'd the be Falcons. even more confident in the spread too. Like, obviously, yeah. I'm more confident in the spread. Yeah, on the show last night, I said that I love the under and that I'm not touching the spread in this game because I just don't know what this game's going to be. So um, I'll take the Falcons along with you because I think they're a better team overall. McCaffrey's done, right, for the year. Um, the Falcons have, in my mind, still the most effective player in the NFL right now, and Cordero Patterson. Matt Ryan can still sling it. Um, that run game is kind of piecing itself together. Russell Gage looks good. Um, Kyle Pitts looks all right. Yeah, I'll take the Falcons in this one. Why not? Okay, next one, Dallas and Washington. Interesting, interesting matchup we have here. This one, this one means so much to, like, the outlook of the NFC, in my opinion. Because you have Dallas, who was at one time considered a Super Bowl favorite, and then this Washington team that's been on an absolute tear. We have a guarantee from Mike McCarthy that the Cowboys are going to win this game. And then Ron Rivera responded last night and said, how about he you know, worries about the players on the field and stops making stupid comments like that? I'm going to take Washington solely because Mike McCarthy guaranteed a victory. That's my only basis. I feel like he jinxed it, and it's karma that they're going to lose this game. Washington's looked really good, too, so I'm taking the skins. Yeah, I'll I'll take uh I'll take the Cowboys. I don't I don't see them losing this game regardless of the overconfidence of their coach. Regardless of whether they win or not, I still think that Mike McCarthy sucks as a coach. Like what the fuck are you are you doing? Like you don't guarantee a win in a spot that you don't know you can win. Even if you do know, I've never been of the belief that coaches should guarantee anything. Um because then you look like an absolute fucking moron when it doesn't come to fruition. You know, any given Sunday, things could happen. And this is a close divisional game. Um, I don't know. I just think that's poor coaching by him. And this team is has definitely taken a nosedive from 
success too. I don't think I see them as legitimate contenders in the NFC anymore. Um, especially if they lose today, even if they win, I just, I don't think, I don't think they're fit for this season. Um, okay. Seattle and Houston. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks, but man, this game sucks too. Um, yeah, I mean, the Texans aren't going to win a fucking game. Like, it's just, I, I mean, they might pull off a couple more miracles, but I don't see them winning another game. So I'm definitely taking Seahawks. Seahawks are rolling too. They came off a yeah. big win against the 49ers. Um, and hey, they're still technically alive in the NFC. Like, if they go on a tear, but like, that Niners game was do or die, and and they got it done. So I think the Seahawks have to win out if they want a chance at the playoffs, and we'll see. This is how you start a nice little run. Um, okay, Lions and Broncos. Ugh. <laughs> this slate this week sucks. I don't know who I'm picking. Who are you picking? Sorry, which game are we on? I was a little distracted. Lions and Broncos. Oh, I'll take the Broncos as much as it pains me to want them. To, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take the Broncos. I guess I will. Fuck. I'll take Broncos money line. Uh, my lock was Lions plus 10, 10 and a half. Oh, 100%. 100%. The Lions actually cover, like, a lot. If you go back and look, they play in a lot of close games. And when you win no games, you often dealt double-digit spreads, and they yeah. tend to cover. So I like Lions plus 10.5, but, yeah, I think the Broncos will win this game. Okay, uh, Giants and Chargers. Chargers. Uh, yeah, Chargers. That's a no-fucking-brainer. Okay, uh, 49ers and Bengals. Probably going to be a really good game. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Niners are such a weird fucking team. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think I will, too. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't give it. I, they looked, okay, they, they got blown by the Chargers in the first quarter and then came back and actually made it a game. And then at the very end, the Chargers, I think, ended up winning by, like, two touchdowns. But when they were coming back, the Bengals' offense looked excellent, and the Bengals' defense was shut down. They scored like 22 unanswered points. I like the over in this game, over 49. Um, I think there's a lot of points to be had. Two teams coming off of losses. They're going to be hungry. Um, but the Bengals actually looked really good. I think they're the best team in the AFC North. Uh, so I'll give them the edge over the 49ers today. All right, Bills and Bucks. I don't hmm. – I don't like any of these games. I think I'll take the Bucks. I will too. I mean, the Bills are going to be fuck Micah Hyde first off. That, you know, with his whole bullshit, getting mad at the fucking journalist. and fucking um, McDermott for saying like, let's not give Bill Belichick any credit for that win. It's like why he ran the ball forty six times against you, um, won the game in cold fucking nasty weather on the road and didn't show you a lick of his playbook because you're playing against each other in two weeks. Like, that's not impressive to you? Fucking, I can't and, stand, and I used thing, to like, like it. They gave up two, so their average yards given up on the season rushing is 100. They gave up 220. Like you said, 46 times. That is more than four yards per carry. Yeah. 
and you're trying to sit here and tell me that y'all shouldn't be embarrassed. Get the fuck out of here. Hyde was just, you know, butthurt that he gave up a touchdown that cost them the game. Right. He made a shitty read, dropped down way too far, and got burned for a, what was it, like 64-yard touchdown? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Harris one was the longest touchdown by running back since Curtis Martin on the Patriots. Yeah. Which is incredible that we haven't had a longer rushing touchdown in like 30 years almost. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think what the Patriots did in that game was totally genius because you have to, these guys are your only opponents in that division. Like the Dolphins are, yeah, they're on a run, but the Dolphins are not going to compete for the division lead. The Dolphins are trying to sneak into the wild card. So it's between you and the Bills. In my mind, the Patriots have it easier the rest of the way than the Bills do. The Patriots have to play the Jaguars, the Colts, the Bills one more time, and then the Dolphins again. Which, yeah, those are going to be challenging games. The Colts look good. The Dolphins always give us a good game. We'll blow the Jaguars out. Uh, and you got to play the Bills again. Uh, and like we said at the beginning of the season, we think these teams are going to split. But the expectation for me was that the Patriots were going to lose that one on the road and then win it at home. For the Patriots and Bill to be able to not show them anything from your playbook um, and just kind of go out there and play football and, and make plays and just pound the ball up the middle and still win the game and preserve your playbook for when you have to play them again in a couple weeks, totally genius. Um, Carp and Ferula were saying that they don't think that the division is locked up for the Patriots yet. I think it is, and I, especially if the Bills lose today. Um, that would drop them completely out of the playoff picture. The pa- the Pats are on a bye this week, um, and then they re-up with – I forget who they play next week. Is it the Bills? Is it next week Christmas? No. I mean, the the thing for me is that – I mean, look, the Pats are 9-4 and four right now, right? So the Bills, if they lose this week, they've got to make up two games. Right. And even if they beat the Pats, you're still right. one game back. And I don't see like like you said, when you look at the two schedules, the Patriots definitively have the easier schedule. Right. Um, they play uh, on Saturday at 820 p.m. They Colts, play right. the Colts um, yeah. and then the 26th. So is that the day after Christmas? Yeah, that would be the Bills. That's the Bills game at home. Then they play the Jags at home the day after New Year's, and then they're at the Dolphins. Like, they'll win three of these next four minimum. I think the only question mark is probably, I guess you could say Colts and Bills are probably going to be your two toughest games. I think they'll beat the Dolphins pretty handily. Um, they'll yeah, beat the Jaguars. they'll beat the Jaguars. And I think you're going to beat the Bills, especially we don't know what kind of Bills team we're going to get. What if the Bills lose this week and then – um. Who I don't know who they play next week, but what if the Bills are like six? How many losses do they have now? Four or five? They're seven and five right now. If they lose so what if week, we, they'll be seven and What six. if we get a seven and seven team when we play Buffalo again the next time? They're not the same team. I, I think that the division's a lot for the Patriots to win. Realistically, you probably only have to win like two more games to sure up the division. Well, I and, mean, even uh, when you think about it, even if the. Well, let me double check this. But um, even if the Patriots, like if the Bills lose this week, the Patriots are going, I would think, um, are going to win the division. Because when you look at 
the standings. The first, so like, say they lose, so say they beat the Jets, right? And then, so the the Bills would need to lose another division game in order if the if they lost this week in order for the Patriots to lose to them because right now both of them are three and one in the division. Yep. Um, so the Patriots would need to beat them. Well, I mean, wouldn't necessarily have to beat them, but like if they want to lock it up, like they could lock it up as soon as two games from now. Yeah. If, if they beat the, if the bills lose this week and then the Pats beat the Colts and then they beat the bills, then that'll be it. Yeah. Who do the bills get next week? Uh, the, oh, the Bills. <coughs> yeah, so they'll beat the that's, that's a win. Um, yeah, so you're probably going to get an eight and six Bills team when you play them, and the Pats are going to, in all likelihood, they'll, they'll be, be ten, 10 and four. Yeah, unless we lose to the Colts, and even so, we'd be nine and five. So yeah, I mean, it's not locked up yet, but I would, I think that if you're if you're, you know, giving your best estimate of how the rest of the season is going to go, I think the Pats have it. Easier than I mean, they're going to be they're going to be an eleven win team no matter what. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not they get twelve, and that all depends on. I mean, heck, they could end up with thirteen. They could they could win they, out. Yeah, they, I mean, they they that's the thing is they easily could win out, but I expect them to lose at least one. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I'd I'd love to see them win out. That would be great. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd love to see them win out. Like, yeah, we'll see. I think. It, if we can get past the Colts, that'll be a tough match. I mean, that's the thing is we keep saying, and it's giving me, like, you know, back to Brady's time vibes where it's like we keep saying, like, oh, this is going to be a tough matchup, and then it's not really a tough matchup. Um, I, when was the last time the Pats were in a close game? I can't remember. I mean, if you discount Monday, it's been a while. I mean, Monday wasn't even close. Yeah, I mean, it got there. It got a little close at the end. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you had a question as to whether or not they were gonna. If you take pull that the out Bills first, if you take that mistake on the punt by Nikhil Harry out of the equation, then the Bills right. don't score a single point that whole game. Literally, we would have shut them out. That was like the whole momentum turning point. I know they ended up getting field goals, but I I think that if you take out that um mistake by Nikhil Harry, then it's a, again, it's not as close as the score reads. And the Bills never really had control of that game. We were in control from start to finish. I can't remember the last time the Patriots played a close game. I really can't. Which is incredible because we keep saying like, oh no, like they're going to, they might lose this one. You know, this is going to be a tough game. And then, and then it doesn't end up being a tough game. So at a certain point, it's like, hey, maybe, maybe this team's just going to run the table. Um, when nobody, I mean, the last close game they played was when they beat the Chargers, which is what I thought it was. Then that, that was like over a month ago. Yeah. It was was October 31st. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they, they really have only kind of controlled that game and played better than the Chargers in a game that they were expected to lose. Right. I mean, they've only really played. Two, three, four, five close games this year. And everything else at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah, I mean, the, so the loss to the Dolphins was a close game. The lo- I'm not counting the loss to the Saints as a close game because the pass looked like it an ass in that game. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers loss was a close one. The win against the Texans was close. The OT loss, obviously, is a close game to the Cowboys. Yeah. And then the win against the Chargers. And then, you know, the three-score blowout of the Panthers – uh, absolute shellacking of the Browns, shutout of the Falcons, a uh, 23-point victory over the Titans, and then last week against the Bills. Crazy. They're just fucking rolling right now. Absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I love it. I, I absolutely fucking love it. Um, but, yeah, anyway, are you taking Bucks in this game over the Bills, yes. I'm assuming? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I think we only have one um, too, right? We do, yeah. Uh, Bears and Packers, and it's a light one. Um, yeah, good old Packers. Packers are going to win this game. Aaron Rodgers is 20-7 and seven against the spread, lifetime against the Bears. Um, yeah, but it's and, an 11.5-point spread. There's always, you know. Yeah, double digits. I feel like he's going to cover it, but um, even if he doesn't, they're winning this game. Um, yeah, it's not oh, yeah. going to be close. It's at Lambeau, too, right, because the first meeting was yeah. in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Aaron Rodgers, prime time Sunday night against a divisional opponent at Lambeau. That's a lock to me. Packers win this one by a million. Um, and I personally am games. most intrigued this week by the Monday night football game. That's going to be the best game. Should we predict it just for fun? I mean, yeah, I think Cardinals will win it. Um, I'm I not wouldn't sure. be. I wouldn't be opposed to Rams against the spread. What is the spread? It's two and a half. Oh. Um. I don't know. This game's weird to me because the you know the first time they played the Cardinals blew them out. Um, right. And you know we haven't really seen healthy Cardinals in a while. I know Kyler and, and D Hop were back, but they're kind of limited. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure what we're going to get from the Cardinals. I like the over, though. I think there's points to be had um, over 51. This could be – it has shootout potential. I think last time the over hit pretty easily. But Monday Night Football overs, I feel like, don't have a great record either. So I'm not sure. Um, I, I guess we'll, I'll say Cardinals will win because I think I like them better. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's it. So, yeah, that was the Week 14 NFL Pick'em. Um, go and listen to the Week 14 NFL betting show if you're listening to this before 1 o'clock. Um, and if not, then still listen to it because it was a good time. And, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to do the Week 14 recap podcast. Carp uh, will be with us as well, and who knows who else will be. Um and then we're two episodes away from 100, and Carp and I have already started planning out the 100th episode. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. Got a cake. Got balloons. Um, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, not sure. Got a cake? Did. Yes, we did get a cake. What, what kind of cake? <laughs> the cake kind. I don't know. I, I'm not in charge of the cake. Is it a cake cake? Is it an ice cream cake? Is it chocolate? Is it vanilla? What is an ice cream cake? I've never known what that is. It's literally just a chunk of ice cream. <laughs> in the so it's not cake. cake. Oh, so it's it's ice so cream, ice but cream, it looks like a cake. Yeah, I mean it's it's done in a couple of different ways. Um, so a lot of the time it'll be like vanilla and chocolate. Sometimes it's just one flavor. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But generally speaking, it'll be two flavors. 
Um, and if it's not two flavors, it will be one layer of ice cream. And then there's like this, um, how do I describe it? It's like this chocolate, like almost like a crunch bar, but it's not like, it's like, you know, the little like crunchy bits in the crunch bar. Yes. It's, 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 it's kind of like those small little balls, like little mini chocolate balls in between. And they put a layer of that in between. Like that's the best part of every ice cream cake. I fucking love that part. Um, and then the thing with ice cream cake is I don't know if it's because of the way it's stored or the fact that it's on, um, ice cream or if it's just like different frosting. I'm generally not a big frosting guy. Like I'm not like, I don't generally enjoy frosting on like a regular cake, but, um, the frosting that they put on ice cream cakes, I fucking love that frosting. Um, so I'm, I'm a huge ice cream cake guy. I don't think I've ever had one. It's, it's so good. You're missing out. I will have to probably get around to that at some point. They sell um, them at like fucking market basket, dude. Just go grab a Carvel one. I think they're like really? 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Maybe yeah. I'll do that today. It kind of sounds good. Not even going to lie to you. I'm, I might be craving one of those things. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be, sorry, I'm ordering food. Uh, it's going to be tons of fucking fun. Uh, the 100th episode. Carp and I, where the format for the 100th episode is that we are all going to get together, the four of us, and then we'll have special guests kind of pop in here and there. We're just going to talk about, we outlined all the big moments that we want to talk about. We got the clips from the episodes from those moments that we're going to edit in. And we're just going to, like, have a good time, you know, just, like, four, four guys hashing it out. Um, and we'll eat cake and, like, have balloons and stuff. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, it's going to be fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of content has already been coming out since uh, break started. Break hasn't really, like, officially started for all of us yet. Uh, Carp's just, like, you know, around because he's not in school this I semester. mean, yeah, Carp's been around for the past, like, <laughs> month or so. Yeah, I think, I mean, am I the only one left that's still in school? Well, I guess Lynch is still in school because, you know, high school or whatever. High school. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, my break, like, technically started on Friday, but or I guess it technically doesn't start until Monday. But right. I was out early, so I just came home. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I'm also wearing the Pictionary T-shirt today. Don't look too much into it. It doesn't mean anything. I said I would disavow all of that, and I did. I still take it back. I apologize for it, but it's still a cool t-shirt. Um, like I wear this out because it's kind of sick. It is me. Uh, and it's like TBR is like t-shirts. So like, no, I'm not wearing this as a mockery today. I'm just wearing this t-shirt as like a t-shirt. So, you know, do with that what you will. Um, I still take back all the Tennessee stuff. Orange is better burnt. I mean, I'm not going to disagree that orange is better burnt, but. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, Carp had some contact with the uh, with the Pictionary people and and friends. A couple Did days. he actually? We were in the car, and he was like, "Oh, um, I should text so and so." I mean, we talk about it on episode ninety five. If you want to go and listen to it, it's like in the middle. Of, I forget where. Uh, very briefly, but uh, he was like, "Oh, I should text so and so." I thought he was kind of like joking. And then he, like, shows his, me his phone. He, like, did. Um, and he was like, hey, like, I'm with Brendan right now. Like, thinking of you. And they never hope all is well. And I'm like, Jesus. So we're doing this. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. Still 
My stance is still apologetic. The official stance of Brendan Ouellette and team is apologetic. Uh, towards the Tennessee stuff, not towards, like, other shit. The official uh, stance of Seth Hellman and team is, <laughs> fuck that. All right, man, that's fine. I mean, again, that's not me. Just remember, it's not me. That's not where I stand. That could change, but it's not where I stand. All right, that's all I've got. Up, baby. No, uh, horns down uh, and the these down, too. Other these up. I don't know how they do it. What is this? The V. <laughs> For volunteers. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Fuck Tennessee, bro. I don't know anymore. All right. Um, that was week 14 NFL Pick'em, episode 97 of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I uh, hope you have fun watching football today, betting on football, winning some money, allegedly. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow to recap all the games in a much longer episode. And uh, Carp will be with us tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Check the Instagram, check everything. I don't know. And we'll see you on the flip side. Yes, goodbye. <laughs>